so frustrating. <laughs> but having talked to multiple people who've gone through this process, apparently people waiting to the ultimate last moment for anything for commitment seems to be a very common thing. We are the Get Real Things Podcast. I am Adam Chase Ray. And I am Christine Chin. And surprise, we're both filmmakers. We get into it by sharing secrets, advice, and gossip in filmmaking. And we even get our other filmmaking friends to share theirs too. So please, everybody, join us for an, an ode, ode to, to filmmaking. Jesus. <laughs> in this season, we get into Christine's feature length thriller fantasy, Ursula. A small idea that made a killer swap mermaid a reality. The news. Oh, the news is we are going on our which what number of podcasts is this? Uh, tell you in a second. Uh, Start another podcast. We're on technically season three, and this is where we do our journey about taking an idea live and turning it into a feature. So. It's been a lot of trials and tribulations, let's just say that, yes. But you get to ask a lot of questions and this is like for reals what's happening. So, and I am deep in the getting people to commit their money to the projects phase and it is so frustrating, (laughs) but having talked to multiple people who've gone through this process apparently people waiting to the ultimate last moment for anything for commitment seems to be a very common thing so i'm learning to try to be as patient as possible but it can man there's some days when it just feels like it's never gonna happen it's just really 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 frustrating so that's the news Trying to make a feature film. Doing it without any magic formula, except my own strong-willed and stubbornness and then the faith of other people. <laughs> I'm ready you when you are. Yeah, I'm ready when you are. Do the okay. thing. Um... All right, let's all get ready here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I am back. We are back to another episode of the Get Real Instance podcast. This is episode 42, ladies and gentlemen. We're back at it. My name is Adam Chase Rennie. And I am at Christine Chen. Wow, you guys. It's been two weeks. And I am sorry. I I apologize I, uh, unfortunately, I just want to get this out of the way. So, so, you know, uh, we can get straight into early and, uh, you know, I can just shut the fuck up because nobody really cares, but I had COVID two weeks ago and, uh, I'm still going through it. I'm still, uh, kind of in that, you know, process of trying to recover. I don't have my taste or smell, um, still. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's been trials and tribulations up and down. I wake up with immense body ache, pain, migraines. And, um, today, today was uh, a little better for sure. 
Um, but nonetheless, yeah, still still going through it. Anyways, we are now going into Ursley. Yay! We are in episode 42, ladies and gentlemen. Christine, sorry for no podcast the last two weeks. I feel like I have let a lot of people down. But um, we're back. You know, we, we are here, Christine. How's, how's everything? How's life? It's good. Just trying to make a feature film happen. Mm-hmm. It's still that. It's the we're in hunt. pre-production. Yeah, we've been heavy in pre-production. I've been heavy in pre-production for a good month already. Um, storyboarding uh, this past week has been back to back to back. The moment I wrapped on the other film I was on, it's been 10 hour sessions since Tuesday, trying to get all our storyboards done. And I mean, look at this beauty of stuff. I have that is gorgeous. currently 92 pages a storyboards Ooh. 92 pages good stuff um, almost there we're on c94 so we're at the we're basically at the climax right now um nice. but it's, it's a lot of time and energy and my storyboard artist chad class is amazing I and mean, it's fun it's it's good um it, it, it's a good sign when your storyboard artist is laughing while they're drawing because it's like, oh, this frame is really funny or like, you know, so that's, that's, a, that's a good sign. Um, but yeah, we've been, since the snow vid, been balls to the wall on pre-production and uh, lining up sponsorships. We're going to launch a Seated Spark campaign next week, um, late next week probably. So uh everybody look out for that uh cedar spark is this really cool crowdfunding platform it's like um it's very much like your typical kickstarter or indiegogo but the the biggest difference is that cedar spark is dedicated to films and uh you can go in and specify where your funds are being used you know so um instead of just a blanket write me give me money it's more of a hey this amount of money is going to go buy toilet paper or this amount of money is going to buy this stuff, you know, that kind of, that kind of deal. So I also brought on a new producer and you'll be very excited. It's Peyton. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. Peyton. The baller. That's right. Director, writer. Yeah, man. She's very excited on board. That's exciting. It's been really nice to not do it alone. Um, mm. I mean, Candace has been very involved as well, more on the creative side, but like on the day-to-day, like production manager, coordinator, UPM type thing, Peyton has been really there for me. Um, we talk every single day about what, but our ever-growing to-do list, you know, we'll knock one thing off and then add five more things to do. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we've been heavy in prep. I made a giant spreadsheet, like giant of what our first week of prep is going to look like. Um, picked out the scenes, we're gonna do rehearsals, coordinator rehearsals, fittings, makeup tests, stunt stuff, and just massive uh, prep, on-site prep. Uh, and while I'm doing that, I'm also doing meetings and getting our investors to, you know, commit and send the money to the bank, all that stuff. So it's been 
man, it's been really stressful. Let's just say that I'm, I'm grateful I to bet. be in this position, but mm-hmm. it's been a lot of, Hey, can I talk to you about what your process looks like? Cause you've had a successful film and obviously you raise money and everybody says the same thing, which makes me feel better. Cause I'm like, am I doing something wrong? It's, that this process sucks. <laughs> the that process of pre-production? The process of raising money sucks. Oh, raising money. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like sucks so much. And it's mm-hmm. and I, I'll get questions all the time, like, hey, how did you get funded? Or how do you get money? And like it's the same. It's you yeah. call somebody and you call somebody else, and then you tell them and ask for advice for other friends that might want to look at it you pass it to enough people that hopefully somebody sees it and takes interest in it right and but it's it's frustrating because i'm i ad a lot and i ad so many projects for filmmakers who have never like shot anything or like this is like their first project ever and they've got like a five million dollar budget and i'm like how did you get that amount of money without knowing anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like done 15 short films, one feature, AD'd like 30 features, produced like five other films. And like, I started more than that actually, I've produced like 30 some films. And I cannot somehow convince people that to believe, to just commit to the project it's to the investment it's, yeah the investment yeah it's it's that's it's frustrating really, it's very very frustrating so i don't know have you learned something in that process um finding investors is like dating they are we talked all about this two yes. episodes ago we talked about I know, uh, it's still the same it's still like dating it's like yeah everybody is, is quick. It, to it feels that. like a tango, but it, it just, yeah. it doesn't, it, it, it involves the, uh, the, the, um, the, it, it takes, it takes two to, to make a thing go right, you know, but yeah. you know, it's, it, it's also an investment. Like you're, you're investing time, you're investing right. money and it, it's a lot. And you were talking about in that episode in particular, how, there's there's never ever going to be a shortage of people who are going to want to put in their two cents into right. your creative everybody wants to give their opinions they want right. to here i can like help you like give you in whatever opinion you want and stuff but like when it comes down it, and there's plenty of people that are like yeah that's so cool i'm so excited let's let me see how i can help you and then like you go in to be like, all right, this is how you can help me. And then it's like crickets or it's like, all right, like you were cool, but like, I'm not sure about a long-term relationship. You know, it's literally Uh like dating. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm already terrible at dating. So like, I like go figure. All right, come on. I I don't think that's necessarily true. I'm terrible at dating too. (laughs) So it's it's um i guess the part i'm learning is that if you can find somebody who's willing to do the work with you it's much easier to do it it's not as lonely when you can find a friend who's believes in you like peyton 
to come along for the ride. Um, it's nice to be able to bounce ideas. It's nice to wake up and be like, Peyton, here's our to-do list is so long or like, I'm so frustrated or just like airing out grievances and, and, and you know, just. Your free therapy. <laughs> yeah, free therapy, man. Like just your, your co-producer is like your free therapist. Um, but it's, it's like really, really frustrating. And then like, meanwhile, you know, I've got amazing crew members who are like putting their faith in me and being like, time is ticking. I'm like, you don't think I fucking know. <laughs> we all know that dummy. No shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, you don't know what I'm dealing with on this end. Just like, it's a seesaw. Like, I feel like. Yeah. Well, it's, it feels like a tug of war more. It's the tug think? of war. I'm mm. like, we are totally interested. We're committed. You're green light. You're green lit. And then never I'll mind. Get, never mind. My life is this. So I can't, or I'm not sure anymore. Or like, I'm waiting for this person or my friend yeah. was sure, but then I'm not sure. But like, let me tell 10 other people. Let me answer these questions. All right. But everything's a step, right? So I'm like, you send over a, a contract. And, and so you're getting there, right? But then you get like 50 questions and you know, like answer those questions and you get to the next. So I, I feel like it's like a video game. A little, I, I haven't played video games in a while, but like, it's like- No, it is like a video game. Box, and then yeah. like you get to the next box and then you get to the third box and you're like, when's the, when's the level when I get to save the princess, man? Like- Yeah, 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 I know. And it's, it's I feel like not I'm yet, getting, you still have 15 levels. <laughs> oh Jesus, I really hope not. I hope I'm towards the last level yeah i am like so frustrated with so everything. would you say this is the hardest part in, in yes this from is by soup far. to nuts of filmmaking this is by yeah. far the hardest part of filmmaking because everything else i feel like there's more of an element of control you're not trying to like impress and sell yourself like you're just doing the work Right. So like you're on set and as long as you know what you're doing as your department, it's mm -hmm. really like not that bad. Yes, you're dealing with people and you're dealing with it's essentially customer service and like making sure everybody's happy and and, and, and whatnot. But like you're not every day being like, I'm awesome, guys. Believe in me because I'm awesome. Like that's why I every single day when I'm doing talking to investors. Hey guys, I'm awesome. And this is why I'm awesome. Please give me $50,000. Yeah, like You're it's- selling your soul. Yeah, It is the worst. Like I hate this process so much. And I don't know how many times I've literally changed this hypothetical pitch deck. Like, mm. but you have to have one because, you know, and, and every filmmaker, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm, I just want to make the movie and you know, I'm getting questions about like percentages, you know, like, okay, well, if I get a 15% ROI in how many years will you think it will break even? And I'm like, I don't know on, a, on the average, uh, here's a comparable film and here's yeah, another yeah. comparable film and they made their money in five years and this is kind of what it is, but it's all still imaginary. <laughs> yeah yeah it's still like hypothetical and so and i've i've changed you know fonts i've changed wording i've changed numbers i've changed like back and forth back and forth and it's just like when will this end 
I'm so done with this process. Yeah, for the sake of uh, uh, currency. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's strange. It's a weird world. It's yeah. weird because I'm like I know what I'm doing. Like I I I have this giant track record. Mm-hmm. Record. You know I, I I have these people with these giant track records. You know. But then I'm on the, and I hate to, to I mean, it's statistically caught very true, but women just don't get funded as easily as males do. Like, I hate right. to say that, but like, I mean, I can attest to it just from personal experience, ADing a million sets with people who are not qualified to direct at all. And I don't know how they got money. I, I don't know and don't understand. But wait, did you say they were ads and they? No, I ad them. Yeah. Oh, oh, with directors who are who just are not in the industry. Who were like, this is your first film and you got five million dollars? Like, oh, yeah, that's well. Yeah. I mean, even even for anybody, like, I mean, that's. I don't know. There's, I mean, there's always there's always two sides to every story, right? And um. I, I do I do believe that though. I believe you that you know it's just a it's just it's 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 um it's a brutal world in the yeah. in the line of filmmaking in the line of trying to invest money, especially for female filmmakers. Now I, I don't know that. I'm I feel like you know, people I, should take a chance. Like we're cool right now. Did you not see the Oscar nominations? There are finally two females that are nominated no i got one even better for you christine i've i've only i like there's so many female filmmakers that i've been watching over the years like in the span of like the last five years i think i've saw more female filmmakers between patty jenkins and chloe Zhao and um um oh gosh there was who's that creator of uh lovecraft country fuck oh it's gonna bother me i don't know she's amazing she she wrote a, a beautiful show and she wrote every single episode. So I just feel like, um, yeah, you would think the tides are turning, right? But I guess it's still um, I don't know a taboo. I guess punch me in the face. I'm like, <laughs> well, no one's gonna punch you in the face, Kristen. Come on, like I need a coach. I need a life coach right now. Being like, you can do. Oh, I kind of have one. Diana's like my. Uh, life coach she'll just come in and be like it's gonna be great the it is gonna be great universe is going to bring you what you want and i'm like jesus christ (laughs) and you say jesus christ that's hilarious what a what a contradiction right (laughs) he's just like (laughs) no i'm like i'm like universe what do you want i know (laughs) i've done my homework i'm doing my homework i've paid my dues I've been in this industry for this long. I've made so many films. They were good films. Like, but do so you think? Different. But do you think the amount of work that you're putting in, especially for Ursley? I mean, I know you're probably not thinking of it now, but possibly it could pay off. Oh no, I don't. I, the work I'm putting in is great. Like, I don't. I I don't. This is yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I don't want you to get to a point where you're you're standing on the bridge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, but because the work I'm putting is work that I'm going to have to put right. in. Right, because what point, you got honestly, so, yeah. I mean, it's not, 
it's not a matter of like we'll never make we will make this movie. It's just a matter of when, right? Is it going to be what yeah. we hope it is going to be, or is it going to be a little later? So either way, like we're putting in the work that is going to have to happen mm-hmm. regardless. So the so that's the part that I can at least hold on to is doing things that are within my control to continue to move the project forward. That know? doesn't so, hinder the creative in the So script. it's like all right, I need a mermaid tail. Well, you know, I gotta suck it up. We're putting the deposit. Mermaid tails take time, so we're making it. You know, so the mermaid tail's being made. You know, and I'm doing the storyboard. It I took it, it. Listen, it took two years for Robert Downey Jr. to fit into Iron Man. Yeah. Two fucking years. Imagine that. Imagine you got money f- to do a superhero movie that you possibly don't know it's gonna do well because there's not really much superhero movies before then, right? So John Favreau had to take a, oh, by the way, on top of that, he barely had a script. He only had maybe 60 pages of a treatment yeah. and like a, where he wanted to go from point A to point B, but nothing like with dialogue and everything because 80% of it was improvised. Mm-hmm. But that's single-handedly, arguably the best superhero movie we've ever gotten. And it's the same thing for Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman. Right. No one, no one was gonna expect Wonder Woman to be successful. Are you fucking kidding me? And Wonder Woman to me is like Captain America. Like that is a boss ass motherfucking movie, a boss ass origin film too, nonetheless. And you got a character who, you know, has has um, socially and um, you know universally been through the ringer. You know, and a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people can relate to that hero. And the process of making it was also kind of like a pie in the sky to yeah. a lot of people. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to compare Ursula to a superhero movie, but I am saying no, like it's the with hard work and dedication, I think it's going to pay. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The process is the same. It takes time and, and, and you can believe yeah. in it, it's gonna happen. It's just maybe it's not gonna I hope happen. I'm not I'm not being shitty on you. I'm not I'm not trying no, to be shitty. I'm yeah, okay. not. Like, okay. it's, it's reality, <laughs> so no, it's not. It's I'm just airing out my frustrations because it's just been No, and they're months. they're valid because um I, I I don't know this process. So I really I'm just along for the ride, <laughs> you know, and I and I feel I feel bad that I can't help you more. But it's also like, um, I believe in you because you, you, you're you already here. You know what I mean? And I'm tenacious as fuck. So yeah, yeah, I pick myself up back up. I complain a little and I keep going. Like Ladies and gentlemen, Christine is, is a no break lady. There's no breaks. This it's, it's this all gas. This no really breaks. testing me, Adam. <laughs> this is testing my patience. Who I am? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, you're not testing. I'm saying this process is testing my patience. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. But I mean, uh, listen, uh, filmmaking is is our first love. Like movies are our first love. And we're we're married to it for love or for hate. And it's a love-hate relationship, especially, you know, anywhere from investing to writing to pre-production to principal photography to pre or post-production. Yeah. I know, I know there's going to be at some point I want to scream, Yeah, (laughs) but I know along the way and the final product, the best, Yeah, you know, it's going to, it's going to be so worth it because I know this, this 
project and I can't wait for people to see it because it's going to be so, so fucking excited. cool. It's going to be awesome. really cool. And the fact that I'm even part of it is, is fucking crazy. Like it's, it's absolutely nuts. And I, and I thank you for letting me tag along on this process and document it for uh, the podcast needs. So, hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll be the next time will be a more exciting process when we get delve into the actual fun part of it. But this part, the, I mean, this, shooting, this is yeah. the part that people need to hear though. Cause I know there's a lot of people because pre-production is also an arduous process. It it's, is. And it's, yeah. it's always fix it in prep, right? Put, put the time fix it in prep. preparing so that when you're right in the ground, it's, it's muscle memory. You know, it's, it's muscle memory. It's not, um, you're not thinking of things right there and planning. Cause when you don't have time, like you don't have time, you, like when you, you have a time. We have short period period of shooting time, or in our case, it's going to be ten days. We're going to try with two days pickup. Um, you kind of need to operate it on autopilot. You cannot. You don't have time to sit there and be like, "Well, let's think about it. What would I like to shoot here?" Like you can't do that. But like, you you've worked with people like that as an AD. I know, and it's like uh, one of my favorite memes is um, the AD uh, the. The caption is AD is watching as the DP and director argue while the magic. <laughs> yeah, I've done that, been there so many times. I'm like, I got you guys here. Sunset is happening. It's beautiful. And you guys can't figure out what you want to shoot. Like, really, you know? So, and I, I am going to bulletproof myself where that doesn't happen to me. That's why I'm doing this. You know, that's why I'm. Yeah, to have it a little more streamlined. Yeah, yeah. I am thinking through every single thing that could possibly go wrong. I'm thinking through, hey, if it does rain, wh which part of this film will this affect? Can, it, can, can I keep shooting? Yes, I can. I'm just- But don't I'm, you think you already have one step forward, uh, you know, unlike the other people who you worked with? You know, oh, yeah. I mean, nothing against I them, but no, they- like, I, I'm very confident that the moment we get that money secured in the bank, it's going to go real fast because, because you know there's going to be problems but you're trying to solve all the problems and also pre-plan all the problems <laughs> later in the future that you think are going to be problems you know oh yeah yeah so i i mean i know like i'm so confident in this team um this is these are people that i've collected throughout the years um the best of the best who we mesh well, both on a personality level or mm. from a creative standpoint, like literally the best people that possibly can have. Um, stuck together on one single location, just making magic. Like, and I'm a prepaholic, so like I, I am so confident in this project and I cannot, they always say that the first project is the hardest, right? So I'm, yes, I'm on another milestone where, um, this is the first time I've ever had to ask for money of this amount. So mark my words, like whoever jumps into this boat with me in terms of investment, in terms of um, help, this is a film that I, I truly believe is going to like jumpstart a lot of our, just like our careers and stuff like that. And this is, this is going to be the cult film that everybody wishes they should have just been 
like should have just committed and should have just been on like don't miss the train i'm telling you like i this is it <laughs> i'm i'm very very confident about it so and i don't just say shit um people who know me know that everything that i say i a hundred percent do my best to make those words a reality you know there's people who just say and talk and um say they're gonna do something they never do i'm it's very i i don't pretty much if i say something's gonna happen it's going to happen you you i know you to follow through 100 percent. that's my that's my my brand i'm a mm -hmm. That's how I've been successful is my ability to literally follow through. Like you always do that. Literally Even as an AD, anything. Yeah. Just the ability to follow through has just been my claim to fame. And that's I, been inspirational to me, even beginning um, you know, the mentor menteeship, you know, yeah. because um going all the way back to writer's block, you I mean, yeah, the the amount of um, like work that you've done and the amount of work and uh, in your, in your diligence, you know, and you follow through with every single thing, even with every single department who have a problem or anything, you already have like a mental checklist in your head of every single fucking thing to address. And that takes a lot from a human fucking being, Christine. Not a lot of people can do that. I mean, I've even worked with ADs who were just like, oh, what was your thing again, Adam? Oh, yeah, 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 you had a whatever, you know? And I'm working art department. I'm like, it's kind of an important thing, but thank you for kind of sidelining me, bitch. So <laughs> whatever. Um, yes, but you, you have that ability to just make every single moment and every single person who you work with in that crew more important than you. And you follow through with that too, which is... Which I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that's asking a lot, but, asking a lot, but it is. You know what? For some reason, in this industry, it's actually harder for people to to treat each other with respect and be nice. It's actually hard harder to find people like that. Um, I find that the film industry brings some of the worst qualities out of people due to stress. Uh, a lot of people. Yeah don't deal with stress well at all. And I mean, in the end, like I keep telling people, people are going to forget everything, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel. Like I can't stress that enough. And I mean, I don't know why we're sidetracking on that, but like, I'm just No, saying. I know where we're talking about. We were talking about investing and money and stuff, but um, you brought up an interesting point. And that is the, I mean, yeah, it's that, it's that, that, struggle, it's that of struggle of following through and making sure that we're, uh, we're, we're staying on task. Yeah. Following through guys, just following through and that's, I'm queen of following through. So invest in that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, that's and you were also, you mentioned a really good point, um, right after that, where, uh, people will remember that. People remember those moments where, you know, someone yells at somebody, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and it's so strange. No, it's not strange because it's, 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 it's the environment. It's the atmosphere. All it takes is one person to fuck it up and you just ruin the entire atmosphere of the set, yes. you know, and the, and it's, 
and also in fairness, it is only perpetuated by the director. So the director is the one who kind of set that standard in the first place, or should at least set that standard in the first place. I mean, I, I you could you could tell me go fuck myself, Adam. You know, like no, I, that, that's that, if I'm wrong. Everything yeah. is a trickle down effect. Think of it. Somebody yells at somebody. That person feels like shit. They yell at somebody else. That person feels like shit. Then they go yell at somebody else. It's literally a trickle down effect. So it's um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was just on a set where. I mean, it sucks, you know, the, the, the men don't listen to women, the women feel like shit, the women don't, you know, like, it's just, like, it, which it, doesn't it make sucks. sense. It doesn't <sighs> make sense to me, but I know people like that. And it always confuses me. Because there's always, uh, I don't know, like, there's, there. I don't understand stigmatism, and I don't understand discrimination. And I also, I mean, I do understand it. But it, it why do it? Because well, it's, it does more worse than like, good. I know, but I feel like some people just don't realize it. You know, um, they don't know that they're doing that, right? And it's like sort of like here, let me put a recording, let me put a hidden camera somewhere, and then like show you what you're doing. Like I don't know how. To, yeah, there's to there's talk. some who probably don't understand, but then there's you know there's also some that I'm just they're just they're just shitty. Well. If you're on a set, please recognize everyone, not just men. Yeah. Everybody I mean, contributes to your film, please. Um, yes. Yeah. Because they're there for a reason. You yes. know what I mean? Like everyone is hired for a reason. Right. Everybody is important from the PA associations to the art to the EP. Every single element on a, is no small role. PA. You should treat people like that, that they're all important. And just because their background doesn't mean that you can put them in a corner and like treat them like they're not important. Every single person's making the film and it takes a village to make the film. So I guess we're sidetracked on this because originally when I was talking to you about this podcast, I wanted to call it the weaning wand. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason for that is because like so many times around these sets and we literally feel, as women on film sets, we oftentimes don't feel like we actually have a voice. We will voice our opinion, but it's like we're not there. Like, like people are, are responding like we're invisible type thing. And I mean, and you can literally have the same request, but just put it in a male body and magically like things happen. Um, I don't know why that happens, but it's we, we uh, the women on our sets were were joking that we need a weenie wand. We're like, hey, hey, like if you aren't listening to us, we'll just pull out our weenie wand and magically you'll hear us and we're there and you'll know that we have great ideas too. Um, so, man, film sets, the dynamics of them are quite interesting. Um, I, I think as I'm getting into bigger and bigger sets and dealing with more and more people, I'm now really realizing the problems that people talk about on film sets when it comes to toxic masculinity and um, this lack of female representation on set. Maybe there are females on a set, but like it doesn't help if they're on a set, you don't listen to them. Like, that's not female representation. Like just hiring them is just only the first step, but like you gotta hire them and then trust 
what they do, you know, or listen to what they do, you know. Um, They're running a business. It's, it's crazy. It's a business. Um, and it's yeah. all a business. And the fact that, I mean, you know, that even uh, it affects workplaces, not just the film industry. Yeah, it's, it's toxic, um, contagious. Toxic, toxic masculinity is contagious. You have one person in the wrong that, hands. Yeah, yeah. You have one person that shows that it's okay to not listen to somebody else, right? And then everybody else seems to be okay to do that. Like, it's hi, Savage. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Uh, film sets just bring the worst out of people a lot of times and for some reason being nice and respectful is actually hard and being able to bullshit and not as as a not without any substance it seems to be a lot easier than actually knowing your shit and being very frank and honest with people about the realities of filmmaking, you know, apparently doesn't get you far when it comes to fundraising. Being <laughs> honest? Oh yeah, apparently I have to like just blow smoke up people's asses, be like, yeah, filmmaking, like you're gonna make so much money and it's gonna be great and like it's gonna be perfect investment, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm honest, I'm like, hey, we're making this film with this, here's our budget, this is how we're spending all our money. I've done every single position. I've, I'm hiring all these people because this person did this, this person did this, this person did this. And like this process is going to take this long and blah, blah, blah. And I have it like all transparent. And people are like, nah, like I can't invest in that because it doesn't sound very good. Like it's better to believe the person who's like giving you bullshit. <laughs> that doesn't make, I'm, I'm sorry, Christine. It just, it just makes no sense to me. Like, like, uh, not, not that what you're saying doesn't make any sense, but the fact right. that, that that happens. Hey, oh, like, hey, so like, I could, I could I come could, in I with a honest story and say that I'm, I, I don't, I wouldn't need much money, but there is passion in this project. But if I just bullshit my way through it and say, this is going to be the next biggest, best fucking thing, even though that's not really true. I still take that and run with it? I don't know. I just, I'm very frustrated. So I just I'm feel sorry, like, we, can, we can move on to a different subject. No, I'm, it's just, there, no, there's just, there just seems to be, people wanna hear what they, they, they wanna, I feel like people wanna hear all the good stuff, right? About I a see. film. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So they don't wanna hear like- um, They don't wanna hear the reality. Doubt, yeah. And right. I'm a very honest person. I feel like things need to be transparent. And if you're going to give me money, I'm going to be as transparent and real with you about the realities of investment. And I'm going to say, hey, I, I believe in myself. I believe in the team and, and everything. It's going to be a great film. But I cannot tell you it's going to make $50 million. You know, it, I, I can't promise. I yeah. I can overpromise you shit. But for some reason, people like the overpromising and are more willing to invest in the guy or a person that's done nothing just because they probably told them it's an incredible experience 
instead of giving them the realities of things and, and letting them decide for themselves. I don't know. I'm just, I'm rambling now at this point, but. No, you're not rambling. I'm, I'm listening to you. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. It does make sense to me now. Yeah. It, because I mean, yeah, sometimes you gotta, people like to oversell it when yes. it doesn't need to be oversold. We're not trying to, what people don't realize when it comes to the creative process, and I feel like a lot of directors don't understand this, like especially big time, big motion picture directors, um, that not everything is about you and you're not trying to cure cancer. You're making a fucking movie. Relax, take a deep breath, take a step back and realize that we're making pretend. This is all going to be fun. Like we're not all trying to make Joker here. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not trying to, you know, fucking crack the code. <laughs> I I just I don't know. Like I I just I I, I love storytelling. I love movies and in the the satisfaction of storytelling. Not so much the fact that it's like, well, Johnny over there at Studio Shithead is gonna make fucking ten figures, Christine. It's gonna be fucking wild. You know, like I don't I don't think that. You know, and I mean, that being said, I love superhero movies. So what the fuck am I to say? But um, yeah, I just I feel like everything is uh, everything sort of works itself out in a way. But I do hear the frustration and I do hear that like, yeah, why am I going to why am I going to make an empty promise that I probably won't be able to follow through? And uh, I'm going to let somebody down in the end because I don't want to let anybody fucking down. Are you kidding me? Tell them like, yo, this is going to make millions. And then, <laughs> you and know then, what I mean? Like, I don't like to, that's not how I operate. Like, yeah. Well, because it shouldn't be that way. But if, if these investors are like, well, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear that. It's going to make, it's going to make, <laughs> it's going to break the fucking bank. I'm just like, well, is it though? Right. Are we trying to make Transformers? Like, what are we doing? No. It well, just doesn't it, make sense. I'm telling people how it is, and it's making no, it you are. Yeah. It does. There's no guarantees, but what you can be guaranteed on is making sure that the people who are on the team know what they're doing, and are very good at what they do. And that's what you're betting on. You're betting on that. You're betting on the creativity of the script, you're betting on the director, you're betting on that and and like you're betting on someone's track record, you know? But you're also following your heart for the story right? too. Yeah, and and I hundred a two hundred, three hundred percent in confident in this project and in the people involved and everything. So I'm not gonna tell you you're gonna make fifty million dollars, but I can tell you that I'm gonna do make sure that every penny of your money is being spent well. And making a, a great story. Yes, making a great story. And that I know that your hard-earned money is hard-earned money because I've been funding every single project that I've ever done by myself with hard-earned money, you know? And so I'm not a person who... It's just taking money because it grows on trees and going to, you know, not do my ultimate best to fulfill what I promise. And that's why I don't 
like to have bloated promises. You know, I can promise I'm going to make the best film I possibly can, and it will be finished on time. It will be finished, and it, will, it has distribution. The hardest thing about getting a film made is the distribution part, and I already solved the hardest part. So, like, yeah, dude, there. that's like that's half the battle. Yes, I have the hardest part, which is distribution. Guaranteed effing distribution. So it's a win-win, guys. <laughs> right. So come on, this universe. <laughs> yeah, just just make let's get through this. Let's let's just now the cards are on your table, universe. Let me let me make this freaking movie. Let, help me help yourself make this decision. You're making the right decision. Yeah. And, uh, by t- taking a leap of faith with me, <laughs> can't stress it enough. I feel like any project is is sort of, yeah, it's sort of a leap of faith, you know, yeah, yeah in some way, shape, or form. You know, I know, I know. There's so many movies that are very much corporate, you know, in a way that is just like, oh, they're just sort of like a like a paper mill when it comes to it movies, comes and they're, to just, movies like, they're just like constantly cycling through movies like lifetime movies and stuff like like that you know nothing against lifetime movies i love lifetime movies don't come at me i fucking they're great they're great they're amazing they're wonderful they should win oscars every fucking year whatever that being said i i I do think that like any any process in making a film is going to be um it's it's always going to be a hair ripper you know and um yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know shit from shit. That's why I'm doing this podcast with somebody who is way more talented than I am. Duh. But so I have to keep reminding myself, this is part of the process. It's part of the I process. Yeah. Love filmmaking. So I should be, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm even in this part of the process. So mm. I appreciate that I've gotten this far to be in this process and I appreciate all the people who have allowed me to come to this process. I appreciate the crew that is busting their ass doing prep despite us still figuring out the remainder part of this funding process. I appreciate that I have an amazing script because Camille and I wrote something freaking awesome. I appreciate all the people who've given me opportunities so that I can, could have made that many films. And I've been on, I mean, I've, I've been on like nine features since the pandemic, nine, you know, AD. I, you know, I've- But I Adam Chase Rennie got outside once and got COVID. <laughs> I've been, I appreciate all of this so much. So the fact that I'm even here in this process on the last leg of it, I am grateful. So yes, I may be frustrated and tired and, and. That's all part of the process, baby. And all yeah. of it, but it's part of the process. Yeah. And yes, I'm That's betting on myself. That's what I'm doing. I'm freaking betting on myself and. I'm ready for this. Like so so ready uh to to, to make this film. So ready. I, I'm ready to work on it with you, dude. 
I, I mean, I'm ready to, to join you and uh, not be in people's way and shit, you know? So yeah, no, so, I'm, I'm very excited. For so your universe or to people who care to listen, if you know anybody who. Two people, there's like five people watching on Facebook. How dare you? If you know anybody who might be interested in looking at a pitch, may not be the right fit as an investor, but wouldn't mind maybe passing it along to other people who might be able to invest. And this is also recorded. So this is out there in the universe recorded. So if you're you're out there watching this. Exactly. Please DM me, slide into my DMs message me email me not that like, kind of slide in your dms but yes I need yes. Your help. yes i i can't do it alone and i really really want to make this dream come true so anybody out there it's only we're only trying to raise two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> it's not even five million dollars so just yeah and and you know having that out there i'm sure i'm sure there's gonna be just like diana said your the universe will 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 cater to you it will it will it will happen will happen it very much will happen are you checked out you you ready to sign off no i think well well we've been now, right? It's almost, it's 55 minutes. You know what's going to be cool? Is when we look back on this podcast three years from now, and we have a... And you're going to be like, what a bunch of whiny little bitches. <laughs> a number one hit cult classic film of this, you know, of uh, the summer or whatever. Yeah. And we're going to laugh and we're going to cry and we're going to be like look at us like look how whining. fat adam is jesus christ <laughs> look at us whining and bitching and it was all part of the the plan and we just didn't know it yeah it's going to happen i just think that's that will be cool we're recording a moment in our process and right now the process is <clears throat> but hopefully it'll come back up <laughs> but more importantly this is a process in our journey you know, yes. in the in the in this um, wonderful season that we love to call Urzali, um, yeah, it's it's all it's all going to be a journey. And um, just like we said in the beginning of the season, we want you guys to join in with us. You know, even though I know you know COVID and everything, money is just a little tight. It's a little tight on all of us. We're all trying to make things better and stuff. But um, putting in that time, putting in that small little investment, you're putting in a little yes. piece of history. Also- putting in a little piece of history you know remember if you can't invest or whatever i we are releasing a seed and spark campaign next week so for all those who want to be involved but in a smaller ways or whatnot pass the please pass the campaign along to friends you know please donate to it every little bit helps you can be along for the ride (laughs) Please come join us. You gotta, you gotta tag along because it's gonna be, tag it's along. gonna be a journey. It's gonna be great, and we're we're making history. It's gonna happen. We are making history. Yes, and uh, I'm looking forward to the shoot. I'm looking forward to uh, the next podcast. Um, yeah, 
I mean, you guys was, channel your advice. Next podcast, we're going to be like, we're fully funded. That's what we're going to channel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, you got. You guys actually exceeded your goal and stuff. That would no, be great. But, um, that's, that's what we're going to have. That's what we're channeling right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we covered everything on my notes. Uh, was there anything from you, Christine, before we before we sign out? No, just be on the lookout for our season spark. Go share ursleyfilm.com. And if you know anybody who's interested in getting in the film business, has a lot of money, and just wants to have a good experience, pass it along to them. I've, we've got pitch decks galore to send out. That's the most helpful that you guys can, can be. I, I get that not, not everybody has means to, to give money or whatever, especially during these times. But just the fact of passing along word of mouth, telling people about it goes a long way. And I never forget that. I never forget all the people who tag me for, recommend me for jobs, who send an email, say, hey, this person's looking for this. Like, you guys are all like part of the team. So it's, it's, a, it's a giant uh, happy film family. Yes. Happy family film, family village. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, as, as always, uh, we have these episodes come out every single week. I know the last two weeks has been uh, fucking brutal because uh, co-hosts um, basically fucking died. So um, go ahead on getrealisms.com, pick up your book, get on that, uh, get on that Ursley hype and invest if you can, you know, and uh, check back in with us next week. Okay, uh, that has been the Get Realisms podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're signing out.